as much information as any of us can grab from our consumers. It's only, you know, knowledge is power here. So if, you know, when they're filling out that on that reservation piece, ask if they'll be willing to fill out a survey and ask them, what are they afraid of about coming to the store? Why do they want to come to the store? And what can we do to make them feel better about coming in the store? Welcome to the Channel Mastery Podcast. If you're a specialty business and brand leader obsessed with understanding what the most effective channels are today to connect with, serve, and sell to your target consumers, then you've just found the perfect podcast and community. My name is Kristen Carpenter, and I'm your host and the founder of Verde Brand Communications, the presenting sponsor of Channel Mastery. Verde created the Channel Mastery Podcast to level the playing field for the specialty brands we serve. Every week on this show, we study how consumer preferences are changing and the evolving channels they like to use to engage with their favorite brands. Once again, welcome to Channel Mastery and subscribe today. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Channel Mastery Podcast. Kristen Carpenter here, CEO and founder of Verity Brand Communications, the presenting sponsor of the Channel Mastery Podcast. And today, I am so excited to introduce Ryan Etram to you. So Ryan is the sales director for consumer products at Wintersteiger, and Hottronics and Boot Doctor, I believe, are part of that portfolio. Um, I've gotten to know Ryan well in the past couple of months, and I'm super grateful for that opportunity. He was a student in our first cohort of the Multi-Channel Marketing Academy, and he was a superstar. I can say with full confidence that he is a card-carrying channel boss now that he has graduated from the Academy. And if you're interested in learning more about joining our second cohort, which we're kicking off September 15, 2020, head on over to channelmastery.com forward slash course and you could learn all about it and figure out if it's a fit for you. We had a lot of fun. We learned a ton and there's just a great opportunity to network and learn great new skills that you need to get through and beyond COVID and this recession and everything else that we're balancing and stepping through in 2020. But back to Ryan, he was an absolute rock star and um, basically is all about service. He's very creative. I asked him to join me today on the podcast um, because he and Wintersteiger have created an awesome, two awesome resources, one for retail and one for rental operations for the winter 2020-2021 seasons about the best practices on how to, how to run an operation in COVID and the best practices around everything you can do from a hygiene, sanitation, all of that kind of stuff standpoint. Like how do you run a business and get consumers comfortable to rent product or be in a retail environment this winter? That's what he's created here. And we're going to talk through that today as well as some other insights that he has. He's put a ton of time and energy into these great, fantastic resources that are free to you, Channel Masters. If you head on over to channelmastery.com and click on Ryan Etram's episode, you can have both of these. So check it out. It is just a great free resource for you. Okay. Um, there's so much good stuff. I also wanted to just say a quick thank you to Verde Brand Communications for being our presenting sponsor. We have been serving specialty brands for almost 20 years here at Verde, and we power the consumer decision journey from discovery to engagement through nurturing and conversion. Trust Verde to help you build and activate your brand's community. 
Check us out at veritypr.com and know that the show notes containing the resources referenced in the show today can be found at veritypr.com as well as channelmastery.com. All right, without further ado, here is Ryan Etram of Wintersteiger on the Channel Mastery Podcast. Let's do this. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Channel Mastery Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce Ryan Etram to you today, who is the Sales Director for Consumer Products for Wintersteiger. Welcome to the show, Ryan. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having me, Chris. I am excited on so many levels to have your expertise here today. You're, you're going to share a lot of great information, research, and insights on creating a safe, retail and rental environment. And we've obviously been covering this in partnership with SIA through their town halls, in addition to what Verde's been producing on the Channel Mastery podcast in our blog, um, basically talking about creating a safe environment for retail and rental guests and the importance, there's like a perception around that. There are things that people are expecting to see, but ultimately we're business leaders and we need to figure out process and um, systems for our operation, as well as enabling our staff to be trained and feel confident and safe as well. So this is definitely a toothy topic, and I'm super grateful that the timing worked out as well as it did, that your company and you have led this effort to create two resources. One is for retail, one's for rental, and they'll both be available on both your website and the, the show notes page for Channel Mastery, which we'll get into at the end of the interview so that you know where to download that, everybody. But before we get into the meat of the matter, give us a little bit of background on your career in the outdoor active lifestyle markets, as well as your role at Wintersteiger. Yes. Um, well, I suppose I'll start. I grew up in Sun Valley, Idaho, ski racing. Um, when I changed that, I started tuning skis. And through high school, college, I worked at a number of shops um, and actually worked managed a shop in Phoenix, Arizona. I was going to school down there. After graduation, I wanted nothing but to get back to the mountains. So I went to work for a little tool company out of Haley, Idaho called Spire Cut Ski Products, um, which some of the older people watching this will remember it very fondly. <laughs> um, we grew that business quite a bit, um, mostly back shop, hand tools, abrasives, things for tuning skis and snowboards, uh, purchased by a wax company out of uh, Germany that I ran for a few years where I got involved in World Cup race service, as well as, uh, you know, just pushing the retail side, really. And then from there, Spirecut was purchased by Wintersteiger, um, where I was the sales manager for the Western part of the United States for all the machine and racking. Um, Wintersteiger, if people don't know, is one of the, is the world leader in ski tuning equipment, and as well as Everything rental shop. We do rental software, um, specialized racking, boot dryers, uh, lockers with disinfectant. Um, and a few years back, we uh, purchased a couple of companies. One is Boot Dock, which produces uh, custom insoles, stepping insoles, compression socks, and foam liners, and Hotronic, uh, which is foot warmers and heated socks. So since we purchased those two companies, I've been the director of sales for Hotronic and Bootock, our retail brands. Um, and when all of this went down, um, we saw the need for uh, just some guidance, some best practices of how are we going to get back to retail, especially customizing footwear 
uh, and being able to hand out rental skis uh, with social distancing. And as we started talking with resorts and retail shops and some of our industry partners, we became, we realized people didn't really understand exactly what products were available. So we wanted to put this out to our dealer base as well as both outdoor and ski industry. Um, so they're aware of some of the practices we could use. Well, and I love what you've pulled together here because you talk about the evolution that everybody in our markets and our communities are experiencing. And that is the consumer as the North Star. I think for so many years, we have been uh, involved in these industries where so much emphasis has gone toward um, the point of distribution or the point of retail because the brands have really relied on the wholesale side, at least, so much on the retailers to tell their story and provide the brand experience. And I think to a degree that's still true and it always will be because the brands are tapping into those shops as a way to kind of be authentic and have local dialectic into a community. But at the same time, there's always been a little bit of like wizardry behind the scenes. The consumer may see, you know, a rental operation, et cetera. But I, I don't know if you'd agree with me, Ryan, but it seems like this is, it's not necessarily like a time for disruption because we're dealing with COVID, which was a disruption in and of itself. But along the theme of modernizing through the COVID era, this is an opportunity for us. And, and I love that you're here to talk today about how a retailer and essentially an extension of that, a brand, can really, I think, up-level their game and be a more consumer-centric, more mindful of the how the consumer is um, maybe ascertaining their environment when they're in a physical location. And then maybe there's even some education that can be done around like the process of fitting boots today or what the products are available today. Because let's face it, like sometimes when a tourist is in renting product at a resort, for example, they're not exactly like sitting there having an experience. They're waiting to get their stuff and get on the hill. This year, it's going to be different. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about what you're anticipating, and then let's get into your research here. Like, what what is it that you're seeing right now for winter 2021 in this regard? Um, well, I think you know, for the winter coming up, people are trying to figure out how they're going to how they're going to get past what are typical pitch points. I mean, we believe that you know, with what we've seen in the growth of um, outdoor recreation during COVID in the summer. We anticipate that's going to be the same for winter sports. Um, it may be alpine skiing uh, and maybe Nordic skiing, snowshoeing. We just know that we're going to see um, a, you know, a larger participation base out there. So we're trying to figure out the best way to meet those needs, um, be it with rentals, one of the biggest things in the past, we can see most resorts have, have gone online reservations for the rentals at about 20% um, for the major resorts. They're looking to change that to 80% online reservations. And that is a disruption. I mean, that's something different that they haven't, they've always wanted to get to, but the tools have kind of been there, but nobody's really utilized them. Now everybody's diving in as quick as they can to how can they, um, push that along to get more online reservations and be able to handle consumers via renters or retail on a one-on-one -on -one basis. And I think we see the same thing with, with retail. Um, we're going to see a more customized service-based solution in the shops. Um, one staff member with one um, buyer, one customer, um, and taking them through the, through the stores. So you're going to see a more personalized experience all the way across the board. 
Mm-hmm. Are you seeing, are you anticipating, I mean, I hear, it sounds like what you're saying is that it would be like set an appointment. I mean, you're, you're speaking two levels here. You're talking about get the process of the rental going online. So there's less paperwork, less interaction that has to happen in a physical environment. But what about appointment setting um, in terms of making sure that people not only get the bulk of the pa- paperwork and maybe payment done online, but also the fit experience where they're actually in an appointment with a retailer or, or a, you know, rental um, practitioner. Yeah, for sure. The, I mean, that's what we're looking at on, on the retail side of things that there are reservation systems and we can get 90% of the information to preset skis where if somebody is reserved if they know exactly the right boot size and they, they don't need to try it on. Um, they can do the reservation. The rental shops will have a pickup window um, or even a tent outside where the, the product will be staged so that the consumer doesn't actually have to go into the rental shop and, and mingle in. Um, on the same side, on the retail side, we are recommending appointments, especially if you need to buy footwear and have customization, buy a pair of ski boots. So you can have that time set with a boot fitter one-on-one and go through the whole process. The, the whole idea here is market the appointment or the reservation system so we can make room for the walk-ins. Right. We do actually, to limit the number of people in retail stores, we recommend if someone doesn't have an appointment, you have a greeter at the front desk and you have them wait till that you can match them up with staff member to go through the store and what they're doing at least for the service part of things, uh, boot fitting or, you know, or ski tuning or rentals. Whereas if they want to browse a store, just that somebody can recommend keep social distancing and maybe have a traffic pattern that they can follow. So you're just not getting a lot of people running into each other. Right. It's going to be tricky too with like the cold weather outside and everything. I mean, what we're experiencing now is like a little bit of a rehearsal, but it's, it's a soft rehearsal. One thing I do, you know, Ryan and I are um, recording this smack in the middle of July, but he and I were speaking before we hit record that, you know, people in our world are already in fall and high season in our minds. Right. And so we're sitting here looking at our, our lab, which is summer retail. We're already seeing some spikes and dips, which is exactly what we were told we would see in terms of like the W, multiple W's of recovery, (laughs) not a Mm -hmm. U, not a V. Um, I think we're in another spike right now in a lot of regions. Um, And I, I just, just get a sense that like what we're what we're um, seeing now we have we have an interesting thing we're looking at we have a perspective of like a consumer in a physical environment getting trained we are also that consumer as we're shopping whether it's grocery store or whatever it is we have to always consider how that consumer is being trained whether it's like buy online pick up in store or um, maybe it's more that's happening with Amazon I've been reading a lot about how eBay and even Etsy and Groupon and all of these different uh, since Amazon's um, delivery has been compromised with with being the everything store during the COVID era, we're starting to see consumers are getting trained by other marketplaces and other online retailers as well. So it's just, I I feel like everything we've been talking for a while, because obviously you were in the academy about the changes in consumer behavior. But when we started working together at the end of May versus now, those changes are marked even more. Mm-hmm. And, and by the time we get to our high season, I don't know where we're going to be. Plus we have that darn election to consider. <laughs> 
But let's let's like go back to laser focus back on our domain for the people listening today who have tuned in. I have a feeling this is relevant to everyone in the uh, Channel Mastery audience, but especially to retailers, to brands that are supporting those retailers, and obviously to rental shops. Um, and again, this is uh, it's a little bit of like a micro view, but it's super important in terms of that imprint that we're going to put on a either a returning enthusiast or a brand new never ever who just, as Ryan was saying, we're going to see an influx of newcomers coming in to um, experience winter sports and, and the outdoor benefits of that as well. So let's talk a little bit about how we're going to take care of our staff and empower them to deliver a great experience. Um, your This overview is 14 pages and he has two of these, one's for retail, one's for rental. So there's a lot of great information. We don't have to get into all the granularity of it, but at the same time, like this is a really big one. There's a communications piece to it. There's a systems and practice and process piece to it. Like how would you talk with a shop owner or a rental shop manager in terms of best practices, top lines that they need to watch as we're going into our new season here? Well, certainly I think it's about, you know, how we're first and foremost, how we're going to keep our employees safe. And I hear that mm -hmm. the most from the retailers, but we also have to keep our customers safe. Um, you know, I, I know on the resort level, a lot of resort operators are concerned that they're going to open up and one case of COVID comes out of participation in our resort, they're afraid they may have to shut down. So everything's designed to stay open. Um, I think as we see these spikes and we start seeing more mandates, um, National Retail Federation just recommended that all retail chains recommend masks regardless. And as of today in July, uh, I believe Best Buy, Walmart, and Sam's Club just did. Yep. Um, so those are simple things that are in this that we do recommend staff, especially staff that has the opportunity to contact a customer, be it boot fitting or handing equipment back and forth, um, have to wear masks and gloves. Yeah. Um, we recommend that all consumers that come in the store wear masks, but aren't necessarily in need of wearing gloves. Okay. Um, you know, se separation, as we've seen in most stores that we've gone into, um, we have plexiglass separators between the cashiers and, and the consumers. And in certain areas, uh, there's a number of retailers that have already created screen, plexiglass screens between a boot fittings or a footwear fitting seat and the, and the staff member who's trying the shoes on. Um, Keen actually came out with a really cool safety fit screen that has a little gap. It's plexiglass with a little gap so you can size people up, but trying to be as contactless as possible. And there are a lot of tools out there that do allow for, for no contact foot analysis, mm -hmm. uh, like 3D scanners. And there's some tools for limited or no contactless customizing of footwear or, awesome. or of making custom insoles. So there's, there's tools. Um, we supply them as well as a number of other companies. Uh, that can make these processes simpler um, right. and and safer for everybody involved. And I I mean the the report that I'm looking at that you pulled together even has like a 2D and a 3D um, of what it could look like for your shop so that you can kind of see you know some of the best practices that are happening out there as well as implementation and you're making yourselves available 
to your shops or like to everyone or what are you planning on doing webinars? Tell us a little bit about the ongoing like resource that you hope to provide. So, you know, when we put this together, the, the key was we wanted to be a resource to our mm-hmm. customer base. I mean, we really want we have the knowledge, we, we have the product, we wanted to just put out there the best practices as a resource to help people decide what to do. One of the things we do, because we set up back shop, ski tuning repair shops, we set up huge rental shops, locker rooms, and even retail spaces. We have a 3D design program that we use to lay out all these shops for, for people when they're opening a new rental shop or remodeling their shop. And so we had kind of went in and create signage for social distancing, some ideas. And then with that, we thought, well, where do we put these? How do we lay it out? So we used our design program to kind of change some shop flows, be it retail or rental. Um, and we have the ability to help um, any of our customers or anybody on that stage actually uh, redesign some flows to help them make, make that social distancing easier. Um, and it's just a matter of you know, speaking with, with one of our sales reps or sales managers and getting dimensions from the shops and stuff and seeing how we might help them lay it out. We, we do want to be that resource. Uh, usually it, it comes with looking at boot dryers, which are, we'll talk about in a little bit and, and where we can place them and, and how we make use of those in this situation. So I, I'm actually really happy to have you, you know, talk about the product that you're hoping to offer to retailers as they're following your guide here. But I just wanted to first say, when you download these two um, resources that Ryan and his team and Wintersteiger have created, keep in mind, they are very strong examples of resource-based content marketing. We've talked through the entirety of COVID around the importance of serving your audience, not being transactional only. And we've seen brands have incredible success ranging from some of our specialty brands in outdoor active lifestyle market, all the way up to Nike with this approach where you're not sell, 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 even though we might be, you know, really wanting to do that because we're in a challenged and compromised, um, you know, recession economy right now. But at the same time, what you've provided here feels trusted. It, It brings like a full spectrum support to the shop and to the rental manager, which I think is fantastic. And it's not just heavily pushing all of your product. And I just want to commend you 14 pages in just one of these. And there's very little, if any selling it's your product fits right into it. So I want to just commend you for doing a great job. And I want everyone in the audience to look at this because it's a fantastic example of resource-based content marketing during a time when people are really, really hungry for it. So with that, let's talk a little bit about the products that you are providing from Wintersteiger. Um, because as we talked about before we hit record, I do think that there's a little bit of like what's happening back there behind the curtain in rental and even in some facets of retail with with uh, winter sports. And what you're about to tell us here is kind of some of the evolution that the audience might not be aware of and how that fits into a safety and um, kind of best in class experience that we're hoping to provide for customers this year. So tell us what's new. Yeah, well, Actually, very little is new, and and this is this is the piece. We're dealing with rental boots and rental helmets that people are putting on daily. We're dealing with retail footwear and boots that people are trying on and putting off. And when COVID first hit, we thought, well, let's make sure our products meet the needs. And we we did the research. We went through and discovered that the boot juice and and the vital oxide the the um, 
sanitizers that we use for spraying in boots and in helmets uh, met the needs. We got notes from both the manufacturers that it is approved by EPA to kill SARS-2, which is the virus that causes COVID-19. So it was a matter of, okay, how much can we order now? Because it's probably going to get thin. So right. <laughs> we've been working out a deal. So we get a, a guaranteed amount every month so that we can supply our customers. Um, you know, the newest thing is just creating a winter sagger mask. I think the, the new hot promo item, their swag items, masks. Now we've it's always so had masks in the catalogs because we're working with wax fumes and all sorts of things. But we decided to go out to a friend of ours who was making masks and they have a winter stagger mask made. Um, but this is awesome. what was really interesting right enough, uh, for us, for the rental side especially, is we recently introduced, um, we have a s- rental software program called Easy Rent. Mm-hmm. About two years ago, we redesigned it and introduced the future of rental. And the idea was to make the rental process much more efficient. We started with a with a program called EasyGate, which was basically signage that using digital signage that told people when they were ready, instead of having to wait in line in the queue all the time, all day, they could actually sign up, leave. And then when they look at the TV and said, you know, Smith family, you're ready at tech bench one, they would go there. Um, well, automatically that deals with social distancing right there. You're keeping yep. people from from hurting up and, and, and hanging around the same spot. Then it goes to, um, boot docs, 3d, uh, foot scanner, which is a really simple, um, non-mechanical, completely contactless, uh, camera system that takes a 3d image of your foot, all the measurements and more that we need for fitting a ski boot or hiking boot or any kind of footwear. Um, that's operated by a tablet. So it's completely contactless. And from there, the customer, we discovered that the customer, the design was to be efficient. So the customer was getting the right boot the first time. So they weren't trying on all these different boots. Product wasn't being handed back and forth. Mm-hmm. Once a customer puts the boots on, they would typically go to the ski, the tech bench, have to take a boot off so the technician can fit the bindings for them. And we created a product called Size Fit. Um, and this actually allowed when the, the ski boot was scanned, when the customer had it on, scanned into the system, the size fit would automatically go to the size of that boot millimeter sole length um, for setting the bindings without the customer having to take it off. So at this point, the, the contact point really is handing the skis and poles, the, handing the product to the customer and not a lot of back and forth, not actually physically touching the customer. Um, so when we looked at how do we create a contactless rental system, we had the solution already. We just had never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to really market that. Then we go into, as I mentioned, sanitizers. Obviously, that was going to be disinfectants and sanitizers. It's going to be a very important piece. And we have that product available already um, to the point where, done some town halls with some resorts and of course the next day some of the rental managers or shop managers are calling going i want 800 bottles of the sanitizer okay it's on its way so we have that but the other thing that we discovered is during the early months of covid when when utah here in stomach county was all in red or orange or or in orange stomach county health department was recommending anybody who tried any kind of clothing footwear headwear on 
that product be sequestered for 24 hours off the floor. It had to be in a back room on a special rack. So it just sat there untouched. Well, as we moved in, that's great, but some of these inventories are limited. You can't just have two of one size and you know one thing of one size and not be able to try it on the next person. So we did a little more research and discovered that with the sanitizers we offer, they typically kill the virus within 10 minutes of on, a, on any hard service. Fabric's a little questionable, but it usually is less time. Then we recommend putting on a disinfecting boot dryer um, for footwear, or we do have clothing dryers, cabinets, as well as helmet dryers. Um, but it's really recommended to use have something that uses a UV lamp, ionization, or ozone. Um, mm-hmm. Within an hour and a half, we, we've discovered and know that typically that product's pretty safe to get back out on the floor and try it on again. So we're trying to help speed it up. Um, we, we do recommend that everybody check with their local health departments yeah. just to make sure they're, they're meeting the regulations for the retail s- space there. But we're just trying to speed up the process and, and try to make it as normal as possible when it's really not going to be. I have a question for you. You've provided such great information here. Um, let's say I'm a, a retail shop that has a rental component. Um, I am agreeing and I'm going to be doing as much as I can online. And that would be the opportunity, I would think, to present, here is our process. Um, how could we provide, maybe while the consumer is you know, considering to buy or shopping or maybe doing more online research, that, you know, that you're taking the measures that you are uh, in terms of disinfecting product between customers and uh, especially on the apparel side, like I, I feel like as a consumer myself, the more that I can read and get comfortable with an environment before I'm in it, the more I am likely to be in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially during this time of uncertainty. So, I mean, would that be a special like follow-up email sequence that you'd send to a consumer who fills out, you know, the online component of this, or what would you recommend in that regard? Have, have you thought through that piece? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the pieces just to get started right before you get that consumer in is a resource like this, or even taking this resource as a boot dock dealer. I would love for any of my, my dealers to grab this piece, send it to the local newspaper with a little article saying, Hey, these are what we're practicing. So we can continue to do business to bring that person in. And, and with a lot of information on go online, do your shopping online research. If you want to touch and feel, we'll set it aside for you. Come on in and we'll, we'll work with you on it. And I think we're seeing that happening a little more um, in, in certain aspects around this. I, I also believe that on the initial a- aspect of, of deciding what to do or where to go shop somewhere, I know I am before we go anywhere, I'm looking it up online. Me too. One, make sure they're open, see what their regulations are, you know, the requirements are, um, you know, are there hours, are there times they're closed and what I can expect. So if I'm already online and there's an, uh, and there's an opportunity to make an appointment and I know I'm going to go, I would love to do it that way. Once you have that customer information, um, I, I mean, as much information as any of us can grab from our consumers, it's only, you know, knowledge is power here. So if, you know, when they're filling out that on that reservation piece, ask if they'll be willing to fill out a survey and Mm -hmm. ask them, what are they afraid of about coming to the store? Why do they want to come to the store? And what can we do to make them feel better about coming in the store? 
That's a great idea. I love that. And again, every touch point that's like, you know, right on your website, the first place they're going to go, make sure you have something, you know, a landing page or some kind of a well-marked place for them to go and read like the most recent um, changes in your business practices. This goes back to like day one of the COVID-19 resources we've provided is like more communication over less communication, number one, and then considering your, your retail shop sales floor people as points of communication. They are there to disperse the message too. So the more confident they feel about it and the more best in class they feel their employer is, the better your customers are going to have an experience with them handling that interaction. So um, there's also, I think, a component of this where you can really create a lifetime customer value by going the extra mile and really implementing this entire system that you're recommending um, and also factoring in the survey. Like if, if somebody takes the time to submit a survey, immediately thank them and, you know, Potentially, there's some sort of an offer, you know, on what they're going to end up transacting with in your store. But the fact that you're acknowledging the time that they took to take that survey is also an additional touch point. And remember, we're specialty. Like, that's what people expect from us. As Ryan was talking about, you know, we're talking about Best Buy and Walmart. And United Airlines was kind of one of the early ones that we were watching at Verde, like all the airlines. Everybody was looking to, like, what are the airlines going to do? Well, I think now it's like, what is major retailer what are major retailers doing and how do we make that relevant to our people? Because we're going to have people traveling in to go, you know, recreate. They're going to be trained by these larger retailers. So we need to understand what they're getting on that level and make it really, you know, safety and appropriate for them on our level. So I think that what you've provided here is an exceptional guide. I'm proud to share this with our audience. And again, you can find everything at the channelmastery.com website, or the VerdePR.com website, you'll clearly see where we have our show notes there. But tell us where the audience can find more resources from Wintersteiger, Ryan. So on the on the rental and the bag shop side, um, it is at um, Wintersteiger.com. And on the retail side, it's at boot-doc.com. Awesome. And that's globally relevant, I believe. Like your websites, obviously, you're a global company. So we're also, I think that's important to note as well. This is, you know, this pandemic, this whole experience has been a uniter in terms of all of us all over the world going through this and learning from each other. So I actually feel that the fact that you're a global company makes this even more trusted and relevant in my mind. So I'm I'm really hoping that this brings value to our Audience, what else did I forget to ask you? Because this is obviously a complicated topic. There's lots of different levels. Um, you've made yourselves available. Maybe put that um, put the word out here right now again. Like, how can people contact you for more information? And did I forget to ask you anything that's cruxy here? Well, one thing I wanted to mention, and and I think it's really on the store rental floor or the shop floor avenue here is I'm really interested in watching going to all these places and people seeing bug sprayers with their sanitizers in and spraying it. And you guys, people will go into larger retail or resort areas and see people with packs. And there is something that people don't understand is um, electric static sprayers are very important here um, because there is, we do recommend in the guidelines that throughout the day, every couple hours, if you have a gap in customers in the store, you spray everything down. You certainly want to at the end of the evening. Um, with most sanitizers, an electric static sprayer will allow you to spray the sanitizer. And because of the electrostatic in there, it causes it to spread throughout the surface it's on. 
versus a bug sprayer where only is going to put it where it hits it. So you get much better coverage when you use electric static sprayer. And that is what is new in our catalog. We've never offered it before. And and our sanitizing supplier uh, sent us the info on it. And we may, it's nice that we can make it available to people because they're not always readily available. And people may not even know what you just said. And it's a, I think that's a hugely important topic. I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah, that's something new I learned about all this uh, Mm -hmm. when I was putting this together. Um, but and on the global piece, and this really did start with a conversation from one of my product managers in Austria and our sales manager in Australia, um, because he was trying to get his customers opened up. So we started started it early on with just a really outline, and then it evolved into what we've put together now. It's fantastic. It really is. So thank you so much for um, sharing that with us here today. And um, we now know where to get a hold of you, but tell us again that email address that people can get more information from, or perhaps talk to somebody about this. The main corporate email address to get all our contact information globally is wintersteiger.com. And that's W-I-N-T-E-R-S-T-E-I-G-E-R. And then for the boot doc side of things, it's just boot-doc.com. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Well, we hope to have you back as we do hit high season, Ryan. I would love to have you as kind of our resident expert on making rental and retail safe this coming winter. So I really appreciate all that you and your team are doing. And thanks for being on today. Well, thanks for having me and look forward to doing it again. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening, Channel Masters. Hey, the fact that you're still here shows me that you are super committed to being remarkable to your target consumer or shopper. I mean, no matter what changes we continue to navigate in our businesses in 2020 and beyond, one thing, thankfully, remains clear. And that is the importance of focusing on being remarkable to our North Star, our absolute target consumer. Focusing on the North Star is how we'll not only get through this challenge that we're in, but it will also be how we grow through this incredibly evolutionary time that we're in. If you're hungry for more training and one-of-a-kind resources created to help you do just that, I have a special invitation just for you. Head on over to channelmastery.com forward slash course, and you can read all about our second cohort of the Multi-Channel Marketing Academy, which will be launching in early September, 2020. We've intentionally chosen this timeframe because of the incredible relevance it has to planning and budgeting for the coming year. Please sign up there and you could be entered to win a free seat in the Academy in the second cohort. And while you are opting in with your email, you'll also be given access and a heads up to all of the incredible content that we're creating for our pre-launch. This will include free trainings and resources that we've been researching and building out just for specialty brand and business leaders like you. As always, thank you so much for being part of the Channel Mastery community and thank you for listening. See you next week.